to another episode. A few I do. Well, I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And we have a very special guest on our episode today. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself to the lovely listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, ladies, so much for having me as part of your podcast. My name is Roberta, and I'm the owner as well as the bridal stylist of the Bridal Finery in Winter Park, Florida, right outside of Orlando. Um, and we are an off-the-rack boutique, and we've been helping brides for two and a half years at our location. So I'm super excited to be here and share a little bit more about our boutique and our concept. Awesome. I'm yes. really, really excited to have you on the show because as we are kind of, I think, saying back and forth in email, I'm an off-the-rack bride. And so I'm definitely just here for more people being aware of what an off-the-rack gown means and going to off-the-rack shops because I don't think they are as represented in the kind of bridal space as much as I would prefer um i could be completely wrong but you know i think with like the say yes to the dresses and stuff like that um people kind of have one expectation of what that experience is like so i'm definitely here to and excited that you're on the show to kind of like break that down for us and tell us more about the bridal finery and what all y'all do in winter park yeah i'm super excited to share it too it's definitely a concept that i think people are just now getting used to um, it's definitely, I think, a little bit newer to bridal, but not really. But people are scared about it and don't really know. So I'm happy to be here and be able to clear it up a little bit more. Yay. Well, to start, how was your day? <laughs> kind of crazy, but, you know, great. I did a venue tour this morning in the Orlando area, went to a new venue. Then it was about a three-hour drive back and forth, so I've been spending a lot of time on the car today. Um, heard several podcasts on my drive there and back, and then um, now I'm recording with you ladies and meeting up with a friend for dinner afterwards. So kind of, you know, trying to decompress, and then getting home to the kids. I do have two teenage daughters. So <laughs> kind wow. of crazy. How about you ladies? Well, my day was pretty... <laughs> Pretty good. Um, yesterday was my parents' anniversary, so today I kind of just took them out um, to eat. And Aww. yeah, so um, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, I kind of forgot, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So um, that's pretty much all that I did today. Um, yeah, how was your day, Ashley? Uh, my day was pretty good for Tuesday. Um, very busy, um, but one thing I'm very proud of is I use my standing desk for the majority of the day. Um, granted, I wasn't really at my desk the majority of the day, but the part where I was, I stood um, because I got that reminder on the Apple Watch that's like, you need to stand. And I was like, you know what? Let's just go with it. So. Sometimes I can't stand a reminder. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, whatever, dismiss. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, so yeah, today was a good day. We're at, we're basically almost to hump day, which means we're halfway through the week and it will just continue to go from there. So good, good stuff all around, but enough about all of us or to me and I rather. (laughs) Let's get into more about you, Roberta, and we want to know all about the bridal finery and what you're doing um, for the brides in the Orlando area. So, Tania, you can kick it off. All right. So, how did you get into the wedding industry? Ooh, that's a long story. <laughs> I'll make we this short time. for you. No, yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so I fell into the wedding industry by complete accident. I've actually um, have, you know, before I got into the wedding industry, I worked in with customer service for about eight years between restaurant and property management. I've always worked with customers, always loved helping people. Um, and 10 years ago, I had tons of my girlfriends getting engaged and shopping for wedding dresses. I helped several of them wedding dress shop, and we would always end up in the same boutique. Um, I grew up in Gainesville, Florida, so we would always end up in the same boutique there. And 
every time I was there, Tally, my now business partner, would always be there. And the second or third time I had been into the store, she kind of started asking me questions and like swimming around like a little shark trying to figure out what my deal was and um, eventually just recruited me to come and work with her and join her team. I was definitely, yeah, it was definitely kind of caught off guard. Um, Wedding dresses were not my thing. I um, didn't dream about having this wedding and picking out wedding dresses and never really thought that I would be someone that people would go to for fashion advice or to help them shop. So it caught me off guard. I went into it um, with the mindset that I would be there for about a year or until I found a real job. Needless to say that 10 years later, I'm still in this industry, absolutely in love with it. Now owning my own bridal boutique and couldn't really imagine doing anything else. So it's taken about 10 years for me to get here and I'm super excited. Absolutely love what I do. Can't picture doing anything else but helping brides find their wedding dress. So it's definitely a blessing and it just, everything just fell into place. And it's true when they say that things happen for a reason. So yeah, that's how I got into the wedding industry. I love that story. Yes. (laughs) It's like it found you. you Yeah, correct. Yeah, in a way it definitely did. I fell into it. Never expected to fall in love with it. And once you're in it, you're in it for a lifetime. Love it. Love it. Love it. (laughs) Um, Okay. So you're married. So how was like the bridal shopping or the bridal gown shopping process for you when you were preparing for like your own big day? Yeah, that's an interesting story. Wedding dress shopping for me. So I've actually been married. It'll be 14 years in May. Um, So I got married before I got into the wedding industry, I have to say, thank goodness. Otherwise, I would be going crazy trying to plan a wedding or find a wedding dress nowadays. Um, I may have, you know, I may go bankrupt if I do that. But my journey with my wedding dress was kind of not a traditional one, one I would not recommend brides take by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up at four months after we got engaged. We found out we were pregnant and I got really excited, actually decided that I didn't really want to have a wedding anymore and wanted to go to the courthouse and have dinner afterwards um, with family, friends, and loved ones. My mom wasn't too fan of the idea, so she ended up (laughs) booking a venue for us and um, helping us with the wedding planning and all those things. So I ended up actually going to a seamstress that I knew that at the time had her shop next to where I worked and paid her to make my wedding dress. And what a mistake it was. I ended up with this oversized garbage bag size wedding dress that, um, you know, I was pregnant. I was not ashamed of the fact that I was pregnant. I was Mm -hmm. probably like 120 pounds at seven months pregnant so teeny, teeny like little thing. And I'm five two, so I'm very petite and I wanted to show my belly. Everyone knew I was pregnant. I didn't really care. And she couldn't wrap her head around the fact that I was okay with that. And she did yeah. everything with the construction of the dress to hide my pregnancy, which made me look, you know, huge. So the night before my wedding, I went in to pick up my dress and it, I looked like three of me could fit into and I asked her to taper the sides a little bit to make it a little bit more like a summer dress that would just kind of fall. And Mm -hmm. she said that she couldn't do it because when she did it, it would end up being a high waters dress. So I ended up walking down the aisle with a dress showing my whole entire foot because I cared more about the dress being tailored than being short. So yeah, that's my wedding dress story. Not a fun one. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Definitely lesson learned. You, you know, having a seamstress make your dress and you not see it until it's too late, it's definitely not a risk I recommend anyone take. So, definitely. And I'm sure that that might have like helped you kind of frame how you go about like just your daily interactions with brides. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine you just don't want them to have a similar experience. 
Absolutely. I mean, I get asked, of course, all the time about my wedding dress and I share the story. I have no problem sharing it, but it definitely helps me guide them in the right direction for sure. I take what I do seriously. Otherwise I wouldn't have been doing this for 10 years. I wouldn't own my own boutique. So for me, styling a bride, it's not about a sale, but more so really styling a bride, being able to help her pick her wedding dress that she's going to start her family with. It is the dress. It's the garments that she's walking into her new family in. So to me, it's, it's serious. It's important. So speaking of your shop, please tell us how you started and why you started the bridal finery. So as I mentioned before, Tally and I worked together at another bridal boutique, a, um, traditional bridal boutique with many fitting rooms and traditional way of shopping, traditional way of ordering your wedding gown. Um, We've actually worked together there for seven years. She had been there for about 14 and I was with that company for seven years. The company um, was sold rather quickly. Sale went through in about three months and it caught us a little off guard. I had never thought about leaving the company. I had never thought that I would you know, open my own business. Needless to say, it caught me very off guard. Um, Tally at the time was nine months pregnant when the sale went through, not also looking to open a business or leave the job that she had 14 years. But Mm -hmm. we knew that there was that we wanted to stay in the wedding dress market. But it was very hard for us to think about going and working for our competition, working for someone that we've competed with for so many years. And, you know, so many years after selling dresses and helping brides and doing things the way that you do them and having your own belief system of how a business should operate, it's very different to pick up and go to another company and start from ground zero. So Tally and I got together one night and she approached me with the idea of opening a consignment bridal boutique and... I was scared to death, Um, definitely not in a financial position to open a boutique, but you know, you make things work and you take out loans and you figure it out. So we knew we wanted to stay in the wedding industry, selling wedding dresses, um, but we knew it was not possible for us to purchase stock. We were not in a financial position to purchase stock and we knew that the need for off the rack dresses as well. So we originally started the concept of the bridal finery with consignment, thinking that we would consign dresses from past brides and sell them off the rack that way. Our concept rapidly evolved before opening. Once we started putting out there what we were doing and sharing it with designers, our plans, they were like, no, wait a minute. Like we have stock dresses. We've had this relationship with you for so many years. We don't want to lose that relationship. We can send you our overstock dresses and you can sell through that inventory. You can sell that inventory through the rack. So that's how the bridal finery kind of evolved and how our concept shifted quickly. But from the moment Tally and I first sat down to have this conversation to the day that we opened our doors, it was only three months. So it happened rather quickly. We just hit the ground running and opened the doors within three months of our first conversation about it. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was very quick. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like other people, it would have taken like, you know, six months or a year, or, you know, they would have had to like go other places and then like slowly make their way. But I, I love that, honestly. That means that it was definitely yeah. meant to be, you know? For sure. Everything just really, really fell into place the way that it should. Everything happened in our favor, even with the spot that we were looking at and everything just really, really fell into place. We were very lucky to have been, you know, welcomed and being able to open so quickly. So it, it worked out. It worked out really, really well. And the support, we couldn't do it without the support of our husbands and our families and, you know, supporting us every step of the way. Very nice. So speaking about the dresses, do you all sell designer dresses or do you all make them in-house? So we do sell designer dresses. The dresses come directly from the designer or other bridal boutiques throughout the country. We have partnership with both. And we do try to focus on selling designers 
of a certain quality. We were used to working with dresses that are a little bit higher price point. The store we were at, we retailed anywhere between like 5,000 to about 15, 20,000. So we knew quality, we knew the construction of dresses and we knew we wanted to stay within that realm. So it was important for us to be able to source designer gowns, whether it came from the designer themselves or it came from other bridal boutiques. Okay. For those that are listening that have no idea, can you explain what an off-the-rack bridal shop is? Like, because I know we've said it a few times, but I'm sure there's someone listening that's like, I don't know what you're talking about. No idea. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So a traditional bridal boutique, you go in, you try on a simple dress, you try on a dress that's hanging in their store, and then they measure you and they order a dress for you. That ordering process takes anywhere between six to eight months. Um, In an off-the-rack boutique, the dress you try on is the dress that you end up purchasing. So that is the big, biggest differentiator. There's several different types of off-the-rack boutiques. Um, there's stores like us. They're not very, very many, but there's stores like us that source their dresses from other bridal boutiques. In our case, we also source our dresses from the designers themselves. There are off-the-rack boutiques that solely focus on consignment, reselling dresses from past brides. And then there are off-the-rack dresses that are sold through a sample sale inside of a boutique that has special order dresses, but they need to cycle through their inventory, so they'll host a sample sale. So those are the three different types of off-the-rack dresses that you can purchase. Ah, I love that. I love a good loaded answer that like, knocks off another question that I might have asked. Perfect. Good. <laughs> so because the coronavirus is such, you know, um, a huge topic right now, what kind of impact has it had on your store, if any? Yeah, so it's definitely the coronavirus and the wedding industry is a huge topic of conversation right now. It's all over message boards on Facebook for, you know, other brides. And there's, there's a lot of controversy and a lot of conversations happening about the coronavirus and the impact in the wedding industry. Honestly, for us, it hasn't been a huge impact. It has not impacted us directly being off the rack boutique and our dresses are ready to go what you try on is what you end up wearing down the aisle those dresses have been in our boutique for a little bit Um, the designer has had the dresses for several months before we get them so we're not being affected most of the designers that we carry at the bridal finery are mainly made in north america so we're not really having issues with it it's kind we've created peace of mind for our clients Even before the coronavirus hit, our boutique and our business is all about peace of mind. And with this crisis happening right now, purchasing off the rack and having your dress there, not having to worry about ship dates, how it's being affected, or just knowing where your dress is being sourced from. If you are special ordering, have those questions for your boutique. Have the questions of where are fabrics coming from? How much of a delay are you getting on, on your shipping? Are any of our designers being affected? Which one of your designers are made in North America? So having the, whether you're buying off the rack and whether you're buying special order, just have questions ready for your boutique and come in prepared to ask them and make sure that the store has the answers for you. But as far as us being impacted, it hasn't really impacted our business in a bad way. I think it has brought more light to the fact that there are options for you to purchase off the rack and not be worried about the coronavirus at all. I think now more than ever, you know, those conversations will be had because of this. And I think more brides are going to be asking those questions because, because before, you know, I think, you know, when Ashley and I, when we went to the store to buy her dress and like we went around, like we weren't asking those questions, you know, because yeah. it wasn't a care or like, we didn't even think to ask, you know, Oh, like where is this dress being sourced from, you know, but now because of this epidemic, I think that 
many brides will start asking these important questions. Absolutely. And in the end of the day, it matters. It does matter for many yeah. reasons. It matters where your dress is made. And nowadays it matters even more. Yes. So, yes. Just ask questions. Yeah. That's all. Just ask them. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, like, as Tania was saying, I know I wasn't even thinking about this at all in, like, bridal like, I didn't think about the implications that it would have on, like, my wedding or anything. Um, and it wasn't until my planner kind of reminded me, like, hey, so where do you want your bridesmaids to get their dresses from? You know, they actually have a production facility in China, which um, now has, you know, kind of had some impact based off of the whole coronavirus. So, you might want to just like keep that in mind, might want to like kind of cushion more time if the girls want to still go there. And I, at that point was like, Oh wait, I didn't even think about that because I mean, I got my dress from a Nosferatu place, but they would have to order theirs online. And so because that store sells ready to wear dresses or quote unquote ready to wear. Right. So like off the rack dresses, but you could buy it online. They've seen like a, influx in people buying their dresses but I guess maybe I would imagine bridesmaids dresses have gone like sales for those dresses have gone down but like brides dresses or gowns have gone up so now there's like an extra month that you would need to kind of cushion for if you were to buy your dresses from them and so I'm like okay do y'all won't even go this route anymore and everyone said no let's just do david's bridal <laughs> because i mean Correct. you you'll just get your dress within a week because it's it's made here and that's just definitely something i did not even think about so it's good to know that it hasn't really impacted you especially in like a negative way but it's very interesting to see that the coronavirus is kind of stores and you know we're just lucky enough to not be impacted by but it's yeah. I think the best thing brides can do or anyone can do when buying anything is just ask questions just ask questions and do your homework do a little bit more homework than you would have done so and definitely. try to get those answers beforehand definitely okay all right, so moving away from coronavirus, um, do you think, and I already kind of alluded to what I think about this or what I assume, but do you think brides are aware of off-the-rack shops and, um, and even dresses in general, and why or why not do you believe so? I think brides are becoming more and more aware of the option of buying off the rack, especially with so many, you know, so many online retailers such as Poshmark, Mercari, um, all these different types of companies that are pushing um, resale, sustainable fashion. I think it is more and more the movement of brides being okay purchasing off the rack. Honestly, we most of our brides coming into our store don't know the concept of our store. They have no idea they're coming into an off-the-rack boutique. Of course, we do have few brides on the other spectrum that sought us out and are coming to us because we are off-the-rack, but most of our brides are not. They And they're totally fine with it. Once they're in the store, they love our store, they fall in love with it, and they are happy to purchase off-the-rack, but they had no idea that was an option. When they think of off the rack, they think of resale. They think of wearing a dress from another bride. They don't think of buying new off the rack. Mm. They are getting more and more educated and learning a little bit more, of course, with, you know, the coronavirus and everything that's going on in the world. It is becoming more of a hot topic and it's bringing a lot more awareness to it. Um, just everything that's happening in the environment and in the world right now, besides, you know, the virus, it's also bringing more awareness to sustainable fashion. I'm amazed that there's not too many stores out there like your shop. Um, I agree. But I, but I think it's an amazing um, concept. And like, I know that your shop is, is going to prosper even more, you know, as you all open up your second shop. So 
Um, Thank you so much. Thank you. No problem. Um, what are big misconceptions that brides have when they start dress shopping? I think as much as Say Yes to the Dress has brought light to the wedding dress industry, um, it has also created a lot of misconceptions of wedding dress shopping, such as you should try on 500 dresses. I think that is the biggest <laughs> misconception that we see. Trying on wedding dresses, finding your wedding dress is not a numbers game. It's putting on that dress, looking in the mirror, feeling beautiful, being able to picture yourself walking down the aisle and just feeling like yourself. Your wedding dress should be a bridal version of you. Um, and I think it is a huge misconception that it should be hard to find your wedding dress. And it really isn't. It, it's not that hard. It's it's like finding your fiance. It's like finding something that you, your house. It's just finding something that when you walk in, when you put it on, you know it's your dress. I think finding your wedding dress is as hard as you make it, honestly. You may be yeah. onto something. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm very indecisive. And so, you know, like by you saying that, I'm like, you know what? It shouldn't be. But yeah, we definitely make it hard for ourselves. You're speaking to someone that also went to like six stores and was slated to go to three more. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I definitely thought I had to try on like every single dress to know. And it's like, no, really, I ended up with the fourth dress I tried on or maybe it was the third. Exactly. I can't remember, but. Like, I didn't have to try on, like, 40 dresses. (laughs) No, you definitely don't. And in the end of the day, the reality is you cannot try every single dress out there. You just can't. It's not realistic. You're right. It's so Mm -hmm. impossible. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay, so are, like, these off-the-rack gowns, like, more affordable than other gowns? Or what's... What kind of the general like price point? Correct. So when purchasing a dress off the rack, in there's definitely a financial incentive involved. Um, every store is different, how they run, you know, off the rack, sample sales and so forth. At our boutique mm-hmm. at the Bridal Finery, you can expect anywhere between fifteen to sixty percent off of regular retail. And on all of our tags, we display both prices. We put your regular retail and we put our TBS price on there. So you know what your savings are. So there's definitely a financial incentive when purchasing off the rack. Ooh, very nice. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned a sample sale. Um, and my next question actually, um, um, we'll touch a little bit on that, but what are runway samples? So runway samples are literally runway samples. They're dresses that the model wore down the runway. So that dress is generally fitted to that particular model. So if the model is six foot two and she wore four inch heels and she's a size zero, that runway sample is going to be that size. In our boutique, we do occasionally get runway samples sent in. Um, because everything that you see on the runway doesn't necessarily mean that it was reproduced. Just kind of like fashion week for ready to wear. Everything you see sometimes it's kind of crazy and over the top. It was only made for the runway. It doesn't get reproduced or not enough buyers purchased it as a stock piece. So we'll get some of those runway samples sometimes in our store, but it is that specific size. Of course, we can alter it, but it is a specific size, and it is the actual dress that was worn down the runway. Gotcha. Mm. So is there a difference between the sample gowns and off-the-rack gowns? Yes, there is, there is a difference. So in a traditional reorder store, you have to purchase all of your samples for people to try on. So that becomes your stock, your samples, right? People are coming in, they're trying on those samples, and then they're reordering. For us, off the rack means this is a dress that we've never had anyone wear down the runway, and we cycle through them. So we get samples sent in. We'll usually have them in the store for a few months. If they're not selling, we kind of phase out of them. So for us, off the rack means it's one dress, one bride, that's it. Once that sample is sold, 
the chances of us getting it back in the store are very, very slim. It has happened before, um, but it's not like a sample that's being tried on every day and then we're placing reorders on them. They're meant to be sold off the rack. Okay, okay. Do y'all um, have trunk shows? So we host trunk shows for jewelry because we do have okay. um, jewelry lines in our boutiques that we um, reorder from. We can sell off the rack as well, but we do reorder. Jewelry, veil, lingerie, we do carry all those things in our boutique and we reorder them. So we'll host mm-hmm. trunk shows for our jewelry collections. We truly, our focus and our belief at the Bridal Finery is that we are true stylists. We want to style our brides from their hairpiece all the way down to their undergarments. So whatever you wear on your wedding day, we want it to be the Bridal Finery. We want it to be from us. So that way your whole look is cohesive. So we do host trunk shows for our jewelry collection and our veil and lingerie designers. Oh, I love all in one. And you know what? I never really thought about like the bridal lingerie part. Yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess Send me an email later. I will. I'll hook you up. <laughs> yes. 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 I'll definitely. Get you like all the information you need. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, let me make a trip. I mean, <laughs> my fiance's family is from Palm Coast, so I mean, that's really not like too too far. Like what? Two hours, maybe. So, make a trip. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> okay. So, how soon should a bride buy her off the rack gown? So, I'm a huge believer in. All, I feel like all of the questions and all of my answers have been very opposite of what you've been asking. But I, I just believe in being very blunt and upfront, um, no, and really fine. sharing things the way that I feel. So I'm a huge believer in you buying your wedding dress when you're ready. Like if your engagement's two years away, but you want to go ahead and buy your wedding dress now, why should you wait? Um, yeah. You know, I just get it done. You enjoy your engagement, get your gown. When you find it, check off the box. There are 500 other decisions you're going to have to make for your wedding day. Why Very just true. focus on this one? So I don't think there's a right time to buy your wedding dress. There is a right mindset and a right feeling of when you should buy your wedding dress. So you should come in with the expectation. If you're shopping for a wedding dress, don't come in with the expectation that you will not find it because chances are you are. When you look for something, you find it. It's, it's the same thing with the wedding dress. When you come in to my boutique or any boutique, know that you're going to find a dress. That's what you're shopping for. So, you know, if you are thinking of going to a traditional boutique and reordering, there is a time frame. It's six to eight months. That's how long it takes to reorder a dress. So you have a little bit more constrictions there. For us, you don't. We've helped brides three days before their weddings, and we've helped brides two years before their weddings. So there's no right or wrong time to purchase your wedding dress. I love that, especially for the procrastinators out there. So. Oh, my gosh. The type A in me, when you said three days before, I'm like, oh, my gosh. But I'm definitely <laughs> sure there is a real story there. <laughs> There's always a story. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've heard of, like, many <laughs> horror stories about, um, I know you were speaking on this earlier, about a bride actually getting their dress made. And, w- and then when they get it, it's like horrible and so you know they're having to go buy their dress at the last minute so an off the rack store is like the best place to go so um for sure yes (laughs) so how soon should a bride start on alterations so we recommend we actually offer in-house alterations we have a seamstress in our boutique um, and we do offer in-house alterations our seamstress asks for two months before the wedding, so about eight weeks prior to the wedding to start alterations. If you are someone that is doing custom changes, which at the Bridal Finery, we do a lot of custom changes, we usually start alterations about three months prior to the wedding. So it really depends. If you're buying your dress from a boutique that doesn't have an in-house seamstress, I would find who your seamstress is going to be the day that you purchase your dress. I would pick up the phone, give her a call and say, hey, 
just bought my wedding dress. My wedding is X date. When should I come in? And they will tell you when you should come in. So definitely ask your seamstress what the ideal time is for her to do alterations on your wedding dress. That's good information to know. Yeah. You just lit a match under me because I definitely bought my dress and I still have not coordinated that part. So, yeah, I'm going to make some phone calls tomorrow because it'll be October before I know it. Pick up the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so why should a bride consider off the rack? Many reasons. So my number one reason is because you have your dress there. There is a peace of mind knowing that your dress is sitting in your closet. You don't have the stress of waiting for it to come in. You have no concerns on ship dates, anything happening. And as you're planning other aspects of the wedding, when you're picking out shoes, when you're picking out flowers, bridesmaids dresses, you already have your dress to look at it. Sometimes your cake designer will ask to see your dress so you have it to physically show them your wedding dress. So there are many advantages. I think the biggest one is honestly peace of mind. I completely agree there. I can't imagine like having to wait for an extended period of time for a dress to come back. Oh, okay. Well, how would a bride buy her dress from the bridal finery? So, of course, by booking an appointment coming into our boutique, we actually have um, a lot of clients from all over the country, a few international clients as well. The fact that we sell off the rack and you have the availability of taking your dress home with you is a huge plus. Um, but we've done phone sales as well. We've had brides that have sought out a particular dress that we have in the store and they know they want it. They know the size they want it. We happen to have it. And they'll buy it all over the phone as well. We may be able to even source a particular gown that a bride is interested in. So, yeah, I mean, you can come in. We can do it over the phone. Um, A few different ways that we can help a bride. Perfect. I love that. You can buy it over the phone. (laughs) We're trying to keep everything simple. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what should a bride know before booking her appointment at the bridal binary? They should know that we are a one-fitting room bridal boutique. We prize ourselves on providing the bride with the best experience possible, as well as being experts in our field. As I mentioned before, I have 10 years experience helping brides find their wedding dress in Tally 15, not just with the wedding dress, but alterations and so many other aspects. Um, we do get on a waiting list often for the weekend because over the weekend we'll help about seven or eight brides find their dress. We're in a traditional boutique. They will help seven or eight brides every few hours. So for us, you know, if you know that you want to come in and you want to book your appointment with us, book it as soon as possible. Even if your appointment is a month away is when you happen to be in town, book it for a month ahead. Um, your, you know, your appointment will be, about two hours long is what we block off for our brides. We don't want to rush our brides out of our store. So we do two hour appointment blocks in our boutique where mostly every store is about an hour that you have to shop for your dress. So we are a little bit more personable in that sense that we spend a little bit more time with our brides. We really want to get to know our brides, but we are a one fitting room boutique on purpose. And we do help only up to four brides on one particular day. So there may be a waiting list or you may have to go to a different weekend or a different day of the week. I love that personalized touch because I think like this time in your life is so like fragile because it for most people only occurs like once. Right. And it's just even if it does occur again, you never get back like that first time of like really feeling you know like a wife to be or you know like just enjoying that whole kind of like engagement period and so going into a shop because I mean like I said we won the several 
for me, going into a shop that feels so personalized where it's like, yeah, we're only paying attention to you and we're not just trying to like get you in and out or just trying to make a commission. Like we actually care about you. And the fact that you're saying like from top down, like jewelry, underwear, dress, like the whole shebang, like we want you to be in the bridal finery. Like that to me shows a level of like care and kind of like intimacy that you don't necessarily get from like a lot of these shops because they really don't care. Like as long as you buy a dress from them, they could care less. You don't even have to buy a dress sometimes. Like as long as you buy something and those places feel more like factories because you're in and out like within an hour. Um, they don't even really like care too much about your name. It's just more of like, okay, we have like so many appointments to sign other, like they just don't care. So I, I truly am like a fan. <laughs> Definitely love this. Yeah. We, we want our bride, you know, to have the best experience. They may only do this once in their lifetime and why can it be amazing? So we want to give them all the time that they need and we don't want to push them out. Definitely. Okay, well, last question. What advice do you have for a new bride-to-be that is looking for her wedding gown? Number one is just take a deep breath. (laughs) Just (laughs) take a deep breath. And I've said it before, and I will repeat it a million times. It's not a numbers game. You will you will go in and you will find the dress. There, you know, get to know your boutique wherever you're planning on shopping, not just their social media channels and not their website because everyone can make a social media channel and a website look beautiful on the outside. Mm-hmm. Read, take the time to read reviews, read, read reviews, as well as pick up the phone or shoot an email to that store and just ask questions. You know, I encourage everyone to read blog posts that the store has written or our, my personal cell phone number is on our website as well as tallies. It's kind of crazy how easy it is to get a hold of us, but feel free to shoot me a text and ask me a question. I'm here to help you. Whether you're buying a dress from me or not, of course, I would love to help you, but I'm here to help you. My other advice is keep your dress a secret. Bring in the very special people in your life to, and that are positive to look to help you find your wedding dress, but don't show it to everyone. Keep it a secret that way on your wedding day, their breasts can truly be taken away when they see you for the first time in your wedding dress. Oh, such great advice. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Roberta. (laughs) Hopefully it helped you too with your wedding planning. Oh, definitely. You, I mean, you help me more than you would ever know. We're not going to let you go just yet. We're going to move on to the unsolicited advice portion of the show, which is awesome. I provide this advice every week to brides, listeners, vendors, whomever is listening, whether they ask for it or not, because that happens a lot when you get engaged. Um, And so my advice for this week is simply If you think you have a color scheme in mind that you really like, just start buying swatches. One, you'd be surprised, people that are not engaged and not in the industry and have no idea, (laughs) you'd be surprised at how one's blush or one's champagne or one's burgundy or wine might um, translate differently across, like, different stores. So consider that when you're thinking about, like, your bridesmaids' dresses or your... Um, bridal party outfits, meaning like families and things like that. And also, so this is kind of like two in one. Once you get those swatches and you decide like, okay, this is actually a color I really, really like, get multiple and not just for yourself, but, you know, for the bridal party or um, even your vendors that might need those swatches to kind of go with the, the core or the aesthetics of your day. So just, Little two-in-one, buy swatches. They are your friends. And don't just trust what you see online because sometimes that is not exactly what it looks like in person. So that is my unsolicited advice for this week. I bought so many swatches. Anyway. I love it. (laughs) I'm saying that personally. (laughs) Like, I just got my, like, fourth round of swatches because I've changed the mother of the bride colors uh, maybe, like, three times. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) 
but we're done now. I found the color I like. We're good. We're locked in. But anyway, so let's take it home. (laughs) So we're moving on to the wedding vendor love. Um, So Roberta, I'm going to have you go first. Who would you like to shout out today? I would love to shout out the dynamic duel, the leaders to me in the wedding dress fashion industry, Inez de Santo. Um, I absolutely love their design. It's a mother-daughter duel, Inez de Santo and Veronica de Santo. They design together. Their dresses are absolutely a work of art, all made in Canada, mainly 100% silk fabrics. Their dresses are just a work of art. Hop onto their Instagram at Inez de Santo to see more. Um, and definitely take the time to read the latest article on the bridal console about them. Their newest collection is integrating a lot of sustainable fashion and a lot of fabrics that are out of recycled materials. So I'm really, really excited to see what's next for them. Very nice. Yeah. Ashley, I'm gonna have you go next. All right. I've actually really just been a fan of photography lately. Like I've been quite taken by a few um, photos that I've just kind of like stumbled across on Instagram. And this one photographer, I want to say based in New York. Yes, New York. So for anyone in New York that's looking for a photographer, her Instagram is Chichi Ari Love. She's a New York wedding photographer. And her website is chichiarilove.com. So C-H-I-C-H-I-A-R-I-L-O-V-E. Um, but these photos are just like really, really gorgeous. Like some are a little moody. Some are very candid. Um, you know me. I'm a moody girl by all means. So... I just love kind of where you can feel the romance and kind of like the motion um, captured in a photo. And Chi Chi Ari Love does a great job. So that is my vendor. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so I also I'm going to have to check them out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I, I don't even know how I stumbled across these photos. Maybe someone tagged it. I have no idea, but I just I, I love good moody kind of like emotional photography where you can kind of like feel it through the photo. Ah, so anyway, Tania, <laughs> who is yours? <laughs> so this week I also have a photographer. Um, he's based out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, in his bio, he says that he specializes in confident, fun lifestyle portraits and they're a mixture of modern, vibrant, and fun candids. Um, and when I look at his Instagram, like, it's just that. So his name is Brian Smith. His Instagram name is Smitty Vibe Photo. You can follow him on Instagram at Smitty Vibe Photo. You can look him up online at thesmittyvibe.com. Um, of course, we'll have all of their information in the show notes as well as Ashley and Roberta's information in the show notes. And so, yeah, I think that's it. Awesome. Well, again, Roberta, thank you so, so much for coming on the show. Please let our good listeners know where they can find you in the bridal finery. Awesome. Thank you ladies so much for having me in. I'm super excited to have people hear this episode. They can find us at The Bridal Finery on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, We do have a TikTok. It is nothing out of this world. Um, It is a work (laughs) in progress. Um, But everywhere we are at The Bridal Finery. Our website is just www.thebridalfinery.com. And if you visit us on Instagram, you will see my personal Instagram handle on there. Um, It's just Roberta M. Noronha. It's very hard to spell, guys. So just tap it on our profile and you'll be able to follow me and see a little (laughs) bit of my everyday life. I post a lot of my workouts on my personal Instagram as well as wedding dresses, families, everything. So check us out. 
Perfect. Um, Tania, where can they find us? So you can find us on (laughs) Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's new. Um, But you can find us at HueIDoWed. You can also email us at HueIDoWed at gmail.com. And you can look us up online at HueIDo.com. So that is where you'll be able to find everything as far as where we are aired. If you want to listen straight from the website, you can go ahead and do that. Um, And you can also find Ashley and I as well. And you can find us or our Instagram names on, in our Instagram in the show bio, because we have complicated names and I don't feel like spelling one of them out. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So that's that yes Roberta thank you again yes it's gonna be a great episode I definitely want to oh I wasn't sure sure if we lost you (laughs) no I completely forgot you unmuted and I was talking to myself <laughs> I was like, oh no, did we lose her? But okay. Um, but yes, thank you again. Yes, we thank are going to find our way so much to for having me here. No problem. Awesome. We're going to find our way to Winter Park and come meet you in person. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do it. Take a trip and come into the boutique. I would love to have yeah. you guys. That'd be awesome. amazing. Yes. Yeah. We might make this happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, Do it. Make a vacation out of it. Yeah, I'm right now. I'm trying to figure out like the right time frame to go, you know, but this year is so busy, especially with Ashley's wedding, her bachelorette in the bridal showers. But I'm like, hmm, maybe we can come towards the end of the year. Or something. Yeah, well, I do it. Let me know when you do receptions. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. We are going there for for your reception. In November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I need a, I need a, yeah. make a trip before then and we'll get you a dress too. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We can happen. make a whole thing out of it. Exactly. <laughs> I forgot about that. But thank you so much again for coming on the show and chatting with us. I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening with your friend and have a good wind down. Yes. Thank you so much, ladies. You too. Have a wonderful rest of your week as well. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.